Hi guys, welcome back to Elephants in the Room. Holy crap, it's so freaking hot right now. Guys, hopefully my laptop and everything doesn't shut down because I'm recording this in the sun. Um, I'm in my like traveling girl era, I guess. I'm everywhere, so I'm just filming these episodes wherever I can. So excuse the constant change in background. I hope you guys still enjoy. Um, yeah, <laughs> anyways. Um, I'm like, should I move my laptop out of the sun? I'm considering it. Hold on. I'm literally sweating for you guys. So if you ever questioned if I love you, I do. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Today, I want to talk about something kind of interesting. I want to talk about singleness. Um, and before you guys come for me and you're like, oh, you're in a relationship with a really cute artist. Yes, I am. But before that, I was divorced and I was heartbroken and I was miserable and I was single for a long time. So I want to talk about singleness and how I actually think it's such a gift. Now, trust me, I was one of those people when I got divorced, every couple I looked at, I wanted to throw up. There was actually a certain season of my life where I genuinely could not be around couples. I just couldn't. When I was healing and recovering from my divorce and when I was really going through it, I just like physically couldn't stand being around couples because it made me sad made me bitter. It made me angry. And it just like, I couldn't deal with it. Like I went through that season. So if you're single and you've been praying and hoping that you're going to find someone, or if you're single because you got your heart broken to pieces, I want to encourage you that if you feel like that, that's a normal feeling. And I know some people may say, oh, well, you should be happy for other people and you should be happy for their love. And that's true. But I think there's a season and a time in life when sometimes we just can't do that. And so I've been there before. I've been there before where I'm like, I want to be happy for others. I want to be loving towards others in their relationship and be excited for them. But right now I just can't. I just can't. I'm too sad. I'm too heartbroken. I'm too whatever. And so if you're in that situation, I want to encourage you. And the next thing I want to talk about is why it's so important to have seasons and a big season of singleness in your life when you're young and also when you're an adult. I feel like when you get into relationships at a really young age, you can tend to put your worth and value into relationships. I think that it's so important to have time by yourself. Um, relationships are hard. Relationships are really hard and they take a lot of work. And I think that you can grow in a relationship a lot. And I think that the stigma on like, oh, I have to be the best version of myself before I enter into a relationship. I think that there's truth to that. But I also think that that's exaggerated in the sense of you're never going to be in a perfect place. You're never going to be fully healed, fully like have all your goals in line, all your dreams, be achieving everything you want, have the dream job, the dream body, the dream mind, you know, be like in therapy, be mentally healthy, emotionally healthy. Like you're never going to be perfect, but yes, you do want to number one, love yourself and you want to be healthy and you want to be in a good stable place because when you do choose a partner, you don't want to choose it out of insecurity or in a sense of needing validation or company. You want to choose it out of a place of character and out of love because you admire that person because they make you better. Um, so yeah, this is turning into like a whole relationship rant, which I don't want to get into. I want to talk about singleness. So when I got divorced, I, it was really hard for me because when I got divorced, I compared myself to everyone around me. So I looked at all the people that I went to high school with. I looked at all the people that I knew, everyone my age, because I got divorced when I was 21 and they were all married. 
they were all engaged. It's funny. It's kind of the joke that I had with my friends and family. Like, oh, everyone in my high school like is getting engaged while I'm getting divorced. Um, and that was kind of a hard pill to swallow because I think a lot of the times we put our worth and we put our identity into our relationship status. So if we're not in a relationship, we think that we're not desirable or we think that there's something wrong with us or we think that, that, that we're behind in life. And that's not the case. You don't need to be in a relationship to love yourself or to be of value. And that's the first thing. Um, but yeah, singleness is so powerful and so important because even though it sucks and even though it's lonely, there's so much good that comes out of the loneliness. And trust me, especially when you go from having someone there and having a best friend, having a partner, having the validation, having the support, having the love, being able to spend the holidays with them, being able to go out on dates, do all these things. And you go from having that to having nothing and being alone. That's really hard. That is really, really hard. But that time is so precious. And maybe you've never been in a relationship before and maybe you're single and you just want to be in a relationship. And I just want to encourage you that God has a plan for your life. And it's when you stop looking that you find that person. Like seriously, seriously. So funny, I used to tell my therapist after my divorce, I was like, Carrie, like I, she, she used to be like, Nicole, like, will you at least like be friends with guys? And I was like, no, I don't want to be in a relationship. Because I was finally, after years of being codependent, and relying on others to fill my cup and to validate that I was worthy of love and that I had self-worth, I finally got to a place of self-love and of um, contentness in my singleness. So I want to talk about that journey. So obviously when I first went through my divorce and I was single and like, obviously I was single when I was younger as well, but I more want to speak on like adulthood singleness or late teenage year singleness. Um, but yeah, when I got divorced, I initially was obviously very heartbroken, very sad, very bitter, um, hopeless. I didn't want to look at couples. I didn't want to look at love. And I thought I was never going to find someone again that I would love. I was very, um, scared and very sad and it was a dark time anyways. Um, yeah, it was a really dark time. And I, yeah, I just, I compromised my standards and my values in my relationship that I was so scared of ever being in one again, because I was like, I'm never going to let myself be treated the way that I was treated. I'm never going to let myself stay in a situation that is like that because it takes two to tango. Um, you can be in an unhealthy, toxic relationship, but also you staying in the unhealthy, toxic relationship is also you know, there's a responsibility that comes with that. And obviously there's trauma bonds, there's all these different things. So give yourself grace and love. But I was so traumatized. I was so scared. And so initially it was a very dark, lonely road, like having free time, being with my own thoughts. Like I used to have such bad panic attacks and I felt so alone. I just wanted someone to call. I wanted someone to be there for me. And there's just this void and there's this empty hole in our heart that I felt like could only be filled by my significant other. So when family or friends would offer me support or love, it just, it, it didn't, it didn't make me feel the love that I wanted to feel and the comfort and the companionship that I wanted. 
And it was really, really hard. So I pushed a lot of people away in that. And I ended up very isolated and very bitter and very lonely. And when I was so lonely, it made me have to deal with my emotions. Because when you're in a relationship, it's really easy to distract yourself from the things that need to be worked on within you. Because relationship is very time consuming and it is a lot of work. And so for once in my life, I was like, I'm alone and I've got to deal with all of this, all these emotions. When you sit by yourself in a room alone and you're not numbing yourself with anything, you have to deal with what you've been through and what you've gone through and the ways that you feel. And so I did a lot of self-work. I was in therapy. I was learning to heal from my childhood trauma, my childhood wounds. I was able to see how my childhood trauma and what I'd been through, what I'd seen in life had led me to where I was and had led me to an unhealthy relationship with myself and with my significant other. And so it was very eye-opening. It was like, dang. And then after that, I realized that I didn't love myself and that I didn't respect myself. And my therapist used to be like, Nicole, why do you let yourself be treated like this? And not just in my romantic relationship, but also in my life with my family, with my friends, I saw that it was a ripple effect and that I had let myself be in so just, I had let myself go in the sense of like, I loved everyone before I loved me. And so I had to learn to love myself and that took dating myself. Um, now I know this sounds dumb, but what does dating yourself look like? <laughs> well, what do you do when you're in a relationship? You go do fun things together. You talk, you communicate, you learn about one another. You do things for the other person that you know make them feel comforted, make them feel loved, make them feel validated. Um, you put trust in them. You pour love into them. You pour time into them, quality time. There's all these things you do when you're in a relationship. And when I got out of that relationship, I was like, I have not done that for myself. So I spent time listening to my emotions, listening to the feelings that I had and validating them, learning how to self-validate. I spent time literally doing things to figure out what Nicole, what I like to do, what I enjoyed in life, what mattered to me. So like, I know it sounds dumb, but simple things like hobbies, you know, playing sports, cooking, drawing, anything that you like to do, you get to establish what you love to do and who you are. So you literally do hobbies, self-care, you learn how to deal with your emotions. You learn how to heal. You learn how to self-soothe when you're in a dark place. And it's so, so powerful. And the most beautiful thing I think about singleness is that you learn to love yourself enough that you're not going to settle for someone that you know doesn't meet your standards and that doesn't treat you right. Because when you love yourself, you're able to say, I don't need a relationship. I don't need someone else. And so because I'm not coming out of a place of need, 
I'm not going to settle for something that isn't right and settle for something that is harming me. Now, no relationships are perfect. And obviously, when you get into a relationship, there's going to be times when that person hurts you and when you hurt that person. Generally, you want to be with someone who loves you and respects you and has similar morals and has similar values and all these different things. And so it literally gives you a brand new, fresh slate to not search for someone to live your life, to build your life, and then to wait for the right person to come along that's going to love you, that's going to support you, that's going to encourage you. And people always used to say this to me, and it was hard to hear, but like, are you who you would want to be with? Are you the best version of yourself that you can be? Of course, obviously, none of us are ever going to be perfect, but what are the values and the things that you look at, look for in someone else? Do you want someone honest? Do you want someone hardworking? Do you want someone healthy? What do you want? You, when you think about it, you want to be the best you can be for that person down the line. So you're spending this time developing yourself, loving yourself, learning yourself, and becoming the healthiest version of yourself for you, but also for you to have a healthy relationship in the future. The next thing that singleness did after dating myself, which was so important, was I was able to identify what true love is. And what true love is, is the love of God. I developed a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when I developed a relationship with Jesus Christ and I learned his attributes and I learned who he is, how he loves me, what he loves me for, and how I am loved just as I am. And I'm beautiful just as I am before anyone says I am, before anyone accepts me. Um, it helped me to love myself. And it also helped me to not take rejection that had happened in my relationships and internalize it and think it's about me and think that I'm not enough. I realized when I developed a relationship with Jesus Christ that I am enough, not because of the way I look, not because of the way I dress, not because of those things, but because of who I am, because my heart and because I'm a child of God. And so when you have that love for yourself, it just changes and you start to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. When you develop a relationship with Jesus Christ and you experience his just love that comes with honesty and encouragement and so much just truth and goodness, you realize what you want in a partner. And you also realize what you don't want. And you realize what you want for yourself and what you want for your life. And another thing that it did is it helped me to fill that void that I had in my heart that I naturally wanted to fill with someone else with God. And when you fill that hole in your heart with Jesus, you're coming from a complete place. So when you meet someone, you're not coming from a place of depravity or from negativeness or from emptiness. You're coming from a place of fullness in your contentness with you and Jesus and with love for yourself. And then it's two full people that get to love each other and love God. And that's beautiful. It's beautiful. So I want to give you guys some tips if you're single. Number one, do not compare yourself. Do not get on social media and look at all these perfect couples and be like, why wasn't my relationship like that? Why can't I have that? Why haven't I ever been able to find someone? Is there something wrong with me? No, there's nothing wrong with you. The right person at the right time will come when it's meant to happen. But you are enough right now as you are. Number two, enjoy this time. Once you're in a relationship, 
you every single day have the responsibility of looking after and caring after another individual, considering their emotions, considering how they feel, considering their safety, all these things. And so this is the only time in your life that you get to focus on you. Spend that time doing things that are good and that are going to build you up. Spend time with God. Spend time in your career. Spend time on your health. Spend time learning the things that you love. So it's so powerful. Number three, don't fall more in love with the idea of being in a relationship than what being in a relationship actually is. Again, it is better to be alone than to be with the wrong person. And it is better to be alone than to be in a relationship that is abusive, that is toxic, that is unhealthy. I didn't used to think that. I thought that just stay, make it work, stay, make it work. But I'm telling you, it is better to be alone than to be in the wrong relationship. Whether it's a relationship that you're in that you know isn't right, toxic relationship, an abusive relationship, or if you're so focused on your own life that you're not even opening yourself up to love, just know you're holding yourself back from what's meant for you and what's good for you, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. The longer you stay with the wrong person, the longer you stay in the wrong place, the longer you hold yourself back from the right place and the right person and the more damage that you're going to have to undo and the more damage that you're going to have to heal from and the more healing you're going to do. So if you know that you're not in the right place and not in a safe place, as scary as it is to remove yourself, I promise you, you can do it on your own. I promise you, you can be single. I promise you that you can learn to love yourself. You're not going to, your life's not hopeless. Your life's not over. There's so many people in this world. And I believe that God has someone for you. And if he doesn't, that you will live a life of joy and you don't need someone. And so I just want to encourage you that being in the wrong place is worse than being alone. Being alone is beautiful. Being alone is strengthening. Being alone is liberating. It's so many positive things. And so I just encourage you guys with that. I hope that that made sense. I hope that you felt heard. I know it's scary. I know it's hard, but I just want to encourage you that there's hope that you are loved just the way that you are. You are enough just the way that you are. Don't get in your head. Don't compare yourself to other relationships. Don't compare yourself to other people. If someone mistreated you, if someone's not choosing you, it's nothing about you. It's them. And it's because there's something better for you. There's someone better for both of you. There's someone better for you. There's a better life. There's better things for you. Sometimes everything has to fall apart for it to come together. So enjoy this time and just know that I've been there and on the other side, you're going to come out and as scary and hopeless as it feels, you're going to be grateful that you went through this. You're going to be grateful that you're in a season of singleness because once it's gone, it's gone. (laughs) So I love you guys. Um, I'll close this episode out by saying, if you'd like to support me, you can follow me on my socials, Nicole.Donna, my Elephants in the Room socials, Elephants in the Room on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, You can leave a review. You can leave a rating. You share this podcast with a friend, share it on your social media. I know I'm literally sweating. Um, And I love you guys. I'll close this out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name is Nicole, and I'll talk to you guys next week.